You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So instead, we're going to hire a professional voice actor and pay him absurd amounts of money to say, I like this product. Hmm, not sure why that was better. I mean, I'm a professional too. But we didn't pay him to say the business part, so back to me. Save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. Sorry, I know hearing me say it was a bit of a letdown. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. And you're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Angelscapes is your direct connection to finding your soul's power and wisdom. Hosts Nancy Smith and Mary D'Alba are here in this interactive show that will explore the tools and steps you can take to create peace, calm, and confidence in your life. So please welcome your hosts of Angelscapes, Nancy and Mary. intuitive reader help your love life do you experience sometimes um times when you can't quite understand what's going on in your relationship and you would really like another perspective another view um so so we're going to talk about how an intuitive reading can help you sort out past present and future relationships in this show this show is about empowering your love life like angelscapes and i'm nancy smith with mary dalba and I wanted to talk to you about the most frequently asked questions to any intuitive is any I can talk the most frequently asked questions <laughs> any intuitive ever gets is about love life. When are they coming? When are they coming or home? So, um, Mary, <laughs> Nancy, it's so good to be here tonight. This is one of my favorite topics. You got it all out there. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So, when you say this is like the number one thing, the number one question we get asked is love life, right? Who is he? When am I going to meet him? When am I going to see her? When are they going to call me? When is, you know, it's, it's uh, a lot of angst that comes up in these readings. Um, yeah. I find it interesting because I think, uh, you know, one of the things I, I know we're going to talk about tonight is what as a reader we can do and what we can't do. Right. Okay. So in, as far as prediction, just in general, but of course we're focusing on the love life. So what do you, what do you tell your clients, Nance, when they come to you about love life questions? Well, Honestly, I I more of an Akashic reader, so I'm talking about their soul. I'm talking about soul connections. I'm talking about their soul purpose. I'm talking about karma. I'm talking about what they're meant to do together um, when they when they come, they come together. Um, predictions. I read their energy. I read. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. What have you done to prepare? Where did you trip up the last um, relationship? And if in a relationship, should it end or should it not? Which is half of what I got. Right. Is um, so um, yeah. 
What do you do, Mary? You do predictions? Well, yeah, so a little bit. I mean, there's the tarot idea of looking at where they are. So, I, you know, I do tarot readings. That's one of my biggest readings. And so looking at where people are, if they're with somebody, where is that going? If they're not with somebody, what do they need to do to figure out the next steps of that? You know, do I see a, a past relationship where that cord, you know, to talk about Akashic stuff and souls, is that cord still connected to that person? And are they holding it back? Um, and you'd be surprised sometimes, just a side note, like when I bring up things and I'll say, you know, I see that there's a wound from this relationship and I describe the person and they'll say, wow, that was like three relationships ago. All right, well, maybe you never fixed the thing three relationships ago, so it's coming back out again. Um, I know we're going to talk a little bit about the astrology, astrology compatibility. It's great to look at yours and your partner's chart. Um, and then life coaching sometimes, like how do I go about meeting somebody? How do I, so we put the strategy together for that. Absolutely. Perfect strategy. I like that. Um, yeah. so, um, break, breakups are, have got to be high on everyone's list mm -hmm. of pain points or excitement points because we're, we're social beings. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that there, there have been many times when I said, I wish I just didn't even want to have that part of my life alive anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think we all have felt that way. So I feel that uh, was important to what you said, that healing part, part. Yeah. So ready. Uh, so energy uh, um, work, healing work is really important mm -hmm. when I do relationship readings. Yeah, it, it is. And I, and I, here's the thing. I think um, I've run into people who get really um, kind of grumpy with me. I'll say grumpy because like, well, when am I going to meet them? And it's like, well, you know, I can, I can do that. I can, I can try to predict the guy I can, you know, I can, or the girl and their description where you're going to meet him and all that. But the problem is, is that if you haven't sorted out your stuff, correct? it's never, it's that relationship. I can drop the person, you know, I, I have this joke to my clients sometimes if I could grab a rope and pull on it and the perfect person would drop in your lap, lap I'd be a bazillionaire. But if you don't, if you don't come to the table ready then I, I, the perfect person could come in and it could just fall apart because you're working off the old programming. And it's not to say there's something wrong with, with a person that's coming for a reading, you know, my client, my sitter, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just more, we all have stuff we have to work on. There's nobody that comes into the world like scot-free at this point, right? We've got our lessons. So, um, if we're, my purpose, and I, I'll speak for you, Nancy, cause I think we're on the same page is, we're, we're per, our purpose is to help you create the best life possible. Like that's where our hearts are for when we do our readings. And so if we're seeing the stuff that needs mm -hmm. to be cleared up, that's what's more important than, mm -hmm. you know, he's a tall, dark, handsome man that you're going to meet at the bar on, you know, July 26th. Like that, because you can meet him and then blow it. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. So. We have free will too. And so you can Absolutely. meet him and um, he or her could all of a sudden have, whoops, got a distraction over here and they never right. make it to the appointed time. I talk to my clients a lot about soul appointments mm. and, and our, from, our soul, from our soul life plan that we have people and events and situations that we have an appointment to, to make. Mm -hmm. um, and, and being somebody who's going to impact our lives and influence our lives is there are many of those appointments. Yeah. And, um, so, and sometimes when there's a crisis, I say, well, you kind of had an appointment with this. Let's see how we're going to work it out. But mm -hmm. sometimes people do not make their appointments. They, mm -hmm. they just make it. They, they can't, they can't quite 
they got distracted or they haven't healed or mm-hmm. it didn't they didn't leave that partner that they should have left and they're still in it mm-hmm. you, you just don't know so um yeah so, so there's it's always choice. more than always more than it's choice and there's there's always more than um one i hate to say this but there there are many choices right. we right. we think that we should talk about soulmates twin flames yeah because that that gives you the impression of there's one and waiting for you when you have to find the right one and i'm like well so soulmates mary <laughs> well i have to i so when people come to me and say you know i went to another reader and they said they were my soulmate i'm like because oh. here's the thing soulmate is someone that you've talked with in your lives and between lives so you know i'll back up for a minute you have your life you physically pass away your soul goes to the all, whatever you think that is for you. If you want to consider it heaven, whatever it is, I say it's the all. We all go to the same place. You make those contracts with those other souls. Like, I'm going to come down and you're going to come down and we're going to meet and we're going to work this stuff out. Sometimes soulmates are not here to be your lifetime thing. Soulmates have so many more definitions, purposes, life lessons, all that. So, sure. They may be your soulmate, but they're a soulmate for a different reason than this is the love of my life for the rest of my right. life. Yeah. So that that term, I, I you know, I hate it when people say to me that in that respect because, sure, that could be what it is. But a lot of times, based on what we're seeing in our readings, I'm like, no, that that lesson's a little bit different. So mm-hmm. yes, soulmate, but there's a little star next to it. Um, right. We're, so in, in the Akashic Records, we say, okay, that's a soulmate, but then I'll look into the records and say, well, where is this soulmate coming mm-hmm. in, and what is their purpose? Uh, your sister or your brother or sibling can be a soulmate, right. and and they could, or your worst worst enemy can be your soulmate, um, and there there are many, many of them. We have soul groups, yep. you know, and um, so a soul group can come together um, in lifetimes. So you know, and they they uh, change up what their relationships are going to be, and they change up um, who, what their roles are. Um, right. So so if um, a um, your worst enemy can turn out to be your son, and right. from a past life is now a son because you really have to heal that relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so so relationships. We talk about relationships. I like to bring in all the relationships, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah. So, so soulmate, um, um, it just really talks about that soul appointment and that soul lesson. Um, and a lot of times when people are ending a relationship, like, but that was my soulmate, and they're just so heartbroken because this person, that person may have been put in your place to make that wounding happen so that you really, that you really have to look at that part of yourself and heal that part of yourself. So you actually can bless that person who's hurt you as a, and kind of thank them even even though you really don't want to yeah. because that's the healing aspect of bringing meaning into the relationship bringing meaning into what you've experienced kind of, and soulmates yeah. are just really really good for that mm-hmm. so i don't necessarily recommend marrying a soulmate soulmate mm-hmm. sometimes right marry somebody who's very compatible with you that you really care about mm-hmm. <laughs> right or, that kind of thing so yeah. let's what, any any other thoughts? Uh, yeah, I have a, I have a couple. So first of all, just to talk about the soul group idea. Um, so I and you said it, Nancy, but I just want to say it again. So imagine that you have this posse of people that you've made this agreement with that you're all going to come in together. You know, you're you know your father, you know your mother, you know. But again, like you said, Nancy, different relationships. So 
you get to hang out with your posse over several lifetimes until whatever growth happens and then the soul groups can change. Right. Am I right? Right. right. So, yeah. So if you're, and I feel like if we're here during this time when there's so much going on in the world, you've traveled with a soul group definitely before you're not new to the soul group that you're in, you know, all these folks. So there's, there's that. And so, yeah, your father could have been your son. Your mother could have been, you know, you're, like you said, your worst enemy at one point in another lifetime. I mean, there's things that's, and this was the second point I was going to make. As human beings, when it's easy, we don't learn our lessons. That's just where we are in this life right now. We're not evolved enough to get it like when it happens, when it's easy and it's, it's free flowing and stuff like that. When it is hard, it is challenging, when it is um, mm-hmm. wounding, that that's the way that we get the message. I call it the spiritual two by four. Like we just got whacked, you know, and no one ever wants, I mean, especially as readers, like when some of the things we get shared with uh, what people share with us is really personal. Mm -hmm. You know, I know, and you know, again, I know we keep that sacred, but we never want to hear someone's gone through a lot of pain or abuse or, or whatever they've gone through. But if you can reframe that, mm-hmm. so we're not discarding the wound, right? We're not discarding that. But because we have to learn it the hard way, we do. If we can change that into what the lessons are and what the um, what is it, what it has helped you do. So when you come from the place of like, all right, they've done something terrible, and that's that's that, into like what it's done for you, um, then that's when the healing happens. So right. I, I know that. I mean, that's definitely a place we come from is the healing. So I, the wounding, that's sometimes hard for people to hear. And I get that where it's like, well, that happened to help you. How did that happen to help me? Like I've heard that. How did that happen to help me? Well, sometimes you needed to know what you were capable of, you know, and how, how you can help other people. And we know a lot of um, situations where people have had wounds or had um, really rough things happen to them and they flip it around into something so positive and so beautiful. Should it have happened to them? Yeah. No. No, yeah. No. But that's the difference between sitting in the hurt and letting it just kind of engulf your life or pulling it into another place. And that takes time. No one goes, oh, okay, I'm all better now. But right. it's but in but working in on yourself, on what you do and working with people like us or all kinds of other healing experts, um, that that's what makes the change in your life. And right. so I think that's where we come from with, with our readings. Yeah. With the intuitive part, with it, with the, with the Akashic or intuitive part, part, we can guide you through that soul, that life lesson, that soul lesson and make meaning and meaning from it. And also heal the reasons why you picked that person to begin mm-hmm. with. So you, you don't have to do that lesson again. Right. And you need to hear it from somebody from, a, from another perspective, why you don't need to do that lesson again. Right. But we're going to, um, take a break now and uh so this is angelscapes i'm nancy and um with mary dalba and we're talking about relationships and we will we will be right back what if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair what if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against parkinson's disease Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe.
probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And welcome back. This is Nancy Smith. We're with Mary Do- Mary Dobb about... Um, the energetics of relationships and how you can use a reader and intuitive to help you sort, sort, sort things out. We kind of left that we were talking about soulmates mm-hmm. and some where the service or the purpose of soulmates isn't necessarily for romantic relationships. It's for many different relationships in your life yeah. and, and soul groups. But when did, we started to talk about, um, did, you, um, did you have any soulmates you were starting to say you had yeah, we were talking on the uh, on the break. You know, I look at Ben Affleck and J Lo. Ben, I think they were called Benifer back in the early two thousands. But you know, they were together. They got engaged. They broke off their engagement. I, I, I'm pretty sure they had a wedding date set up in two thousand four. And um, he went off to marry someone else. She went off to marry somebody else. They had kids. Um, they split up from their respective spouses. Got into other dating relationships, and then. They kind of work their way back to each other. So now, you know, seeing them together on the red carpet and how much they love each other is great. But it also shows that there had to be growth there. And when they first got together, they were not ready for each other. Um, you know, who knows what, you know, we can't see into their relationship and what exactly happened. There's all kinds of rumors around it. But something happened where they said, let's take another try at this. But they're not the same people. It's been 17 years. There's no way you're the yeah. same person. So well, yeah, we especially having kids with other people, and I believe there was some um, poly or whatever going on, some rehab stuff. So they right, like right. Poor Ben. Yep, Ben ended up in rehab for a little while. Yep. Yeah. So so work. So work. I mean, that's yeah. that's a great example of it because they they're they're taking another chance at it, but they also and who knows how it'll turn out, right? But they're also much different people. And so that's an example of all the work that has to be done to kind of come back together. But that, you know, remember, guys, it took 17 years for that to come back around. And so. it doesn't mean that anybody here, anybody here is going to be a bad relationship. No, no. <laughs> but, um, but you could look at a relationship in your past when you've done a lot, a lot, a lot of so the person in your past who may have just ripped you up is now neutral. 
right. um, and you are not moving forward and picking the same person over and over again, you have healed that aspect. You've closed that karma or you, or, or that, that rabbit hole. Um, yeah. I like to talk about bonding pattern patterns. It's my favorite thing to talk mm -hmm. about is um, we have these affinities to certain types of people mm -hmm. um, based on how we've grown up or based on how uh, we were treated as a child and sometimes, sometimes from past as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times our woundings in our early childhood reflect past lives as well. So, um, so we want to fix those woundings and those problems through relationships. And that's right. not always possible. Sometimes you, sometimes you got to go inside of the street because um, mm -hmm. there's projection and there's all this kind of thing. So oftentimes if you're in a repeated relationship, it's a good mm -hmm. time to see a reader. I mean, you could see a therapist too, but a yeah. good time to see a reader as a reader can see that. They can see right. it through through time often enough to see where your hooks and cords energetically are from. Oh, that's from your mom or that's from your dad or that's from, that's from you don't have to solve that problem anymore. You can solve it a different way and choose a different kind of a person. Exactly. And I think for a lot, speaking of the bonding patterns, I know there's, you know, and I've done this myself, um, you get trauma bonded to somebody. So you go through a trauma with them, you break apart and then like the romantic thing comes back and you're like trauma bonded with them. And I know um, there are some people that I, that I've read that I've said, Hey, you know, that's what this sounds like. I'm not a therapist. I absolutely am not mm -hmm. advising you. This is what it is, but do some research, bring it. If you do have a therapist, bring it to them and say, does that, is that make sense? Um, because of course I would never diagnose someone, but sometimes when people are describing stuff to me, I'll say, you know, this is what it sounds like. Maybe you can take a look at it because I'm just making a suggestion there. And, you know, everybody goes to the Google machine. But that's again, that's a lot of things we can see is how that bonding. So right. or there wasn't a bonding with somebody in their childhood. You know, how did that affect things? Oh, um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right. So it's it's if you don't dig into your your shadow side, right? There's that term out there, the shadow side, where it's the work that we need to do. It doesn't mean dark or evil. It means just the the things, parts we don't want to see. The repressed part, the suppressed yeah. part. Yeah. 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 The part we don't want to see or deal with. But if you get in there, that creates a whole new life for you. And Absolutely. Well, the part yeah. that you don't want to see half the time, and you don't want to experience it, and you don't want to know it, that's what who you're going to be re, re, um, attracted to. Mm -hmm. That person who is going to express that thing that you're not willing to express. Right. That is not a good, not a good, it's, it's not a no. good relationship. And, but, but oftentimes those relationships stay together for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, the glue, the glue that's together, like, I like the word trauma bonding or it's, uh, or I don't want to be the assertive person in my life. So I'm going to be with it, a controlling person. And so yeah. Yeah, I never get to be assertive and yes, that works, but no, it doesn't work. But, you know, it's funny because I'll, I'll uh, give an example from a client I had recently and I'll take it very, you know, very generally so I don't give any of her stuff away. But uh, the point I want to make is that she's with a guy and I think from when we talked, um, she was sort of waiting to catch him into doing something that he was doing wrong. So she was waiting. She's like, I'm going to catch him cheating. I'm going to catch him drinking. I'm going to catch him. And so I said to her, well, what, like, why do you have to catch him? Like, why do you have to do that? Like, why can't you... What what would be different if you just said, I'm stepping forward and saying, this is not the relationship for me. Like, don't you don't have to wait for this guy to do something. If you already feel like this isn't the relationship for you, then don't wait for him to, to fall down. Just say, you know, and, and, and again, knowing it's not easy, but I think that's what we do is we present these different ideas 
and sort of take people out of their their track of like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch this guy, you know, gambling. I'm gonna catch this guy. Why do you why do you have to even do that? You can say this. I know this isn't the relationship for me anymore. And I could tell, you know, she was empowered. Like there was that sense of, oh, I I can really do this. And we're not in the you know what's that phrase? You can't see the forest from the trees. We're not in the forest. You know, we we we're out. We can see you. We can see everything going on. We can say, hey what about this other alternative to mm -hmm. instead of suffering in this, you know, and I think you've also Nancy probably had times where people you've come read someone and said, well, you know, that, that, that relationship isn't that bad you know, there's a difference between mm -hmm. things we have to heal. And sometimes like he's, he or she, or they are aggravating the heck out of me, you know, and it's, it's, and yes, we've all been really? there. Yeah. So well, that, yeah. So yeah, I've had one relationship. I think I we talked about it on the the preview. Is is this woman came in and um, was miserable in her relationship, um, but did not want to leave leave the, her partner. And um, and we did a lot of you know look intuitively into things, looking into her her Kashuk past life, looking into a little bit of what he's brought through from his past life, and she realized that she was bringing forward a pattern. And they had done that pattern before. And, and so we, we did st strategies for her to stop that pattern. Mm -hmm. And when, and um, I, um, I, she was with them the last time I talked to her and they were becoming happy. They were, they were growing and becoming yeah. happy because she, she changed her behaviors yeah. because, yeah. She, oh my God, I did that because of this, you know, and it's just like, that makes so much sense and I don't need to do it. So we also did a thing called soul contract, soul contract um, mm -hmm. breaking where we change the contract into some something new. And that's all it kind of healing work, or you call it energy work, but you're mm -hmm. ch changing the thought patterns that you're putting out into a space. Mm -hmm. And so she changed the patterns on purpose. And so, so the relationship, as a result, changed. He didn't change. He's still the same guy. Yeah. But but she what, what she, she was changed. bringing is she changed, and what she was mm -hmm. what she was bringing relationship changed. So the energy around or the thoughts of the love around the relationship. Um, so she, so she trusted trusted her, her intuition. This marriage needs to last, but I I there's something going on here, and mm -hmm. so that that was amazing. Talk that about just Aaron. Yeah. yeah, I I think that's the thing. It's it, we have we have to realize in relationships we are that partner. We're not waiting for them. I'm waiting for them to do something. I'm waiting for them to understand I'm mad. Well, have you told them you're mad? Have you told them you're sad? Have you? Because that communication is so important, and if if it's patterns, like you said, um, then sometimes we don't even realize they're subconscious patterns. We don't even realize we're, we're doing them. Yeah. And so, and, and like I said, no one comes into this lifetime without something they need to work on. Exactly. You know, no one is Facebook relate, you know, Facebook and Instagram relationships are nice, but they're only, a. a you know, oh no, they're, they're, they're not, they're, they're not the real thing. Yeah. No, no, no. Not the real thing. No. So we want to talk about, I, before we get on to too far, um, and I love what we're talking about right now, yeah. but I want to, let's talk, talk about, hear this all the time, twin flames. Twin flames. He's just my other half. Is that, what, what do you think of twin flames? What is your definition of them? Well, the reason why I rolled my eyes was because I just recently heard Megan Fox say this about her new boyfriend. Well, he's not that new anymore. Machine Gun Kelly. You know, she's they're they're doing all these very intense love things together and, and good for them. But she said, Oh, you know, I know we're twin flames, we are beyond this this universe of the physical and she said something and I went, Oh God. Um yes, there is that idea that there you know, your soul 
is completed by meeting this other person, right? They have half your soul, you have half a soul that, that merges completely. But the thing is that people don't realize, twin flame is very similar to soulmates. Not every twin flame stays together, y'all. They don't. And it could be for very you know important reasons why these, these people come together. It's also a phrase that's tossed around way too much, way too much. And a lot of times you don't, there's even like, you know, and again, I'm speaking about things that I've read and researched and stuff like that, but sometimes you don't meet your twin flame in your lifetime. They didn't show up in that lifetime, this lifetime. Well, your twin flame could be, could be your, it could, your twin flame could be on spirit side. I struggle with the idea that you're half of a soul. I mean, that just makes no sense to it's me. Just, yeah. We're whole, we're whole beings and we may not feel that we're whole because of woundings or whatever, but if you don't feel like you're whole, you got to get on that. Right. What right. is it in your life that you feel something is missing and, and, and heal that or take care of that? Um, call, calling somebody that's going to fill a hole in your life is very, I have to, I'm going to say this, it's very dangerous. Yeah. You yeah. lose who you are and that's mm -hmm. not why we're here. Um, nope. And, uh, and it'll, eventually your soul will, your nature will take, nature will take care, soul will take care of itself. Mm -hmm. It'll maybe blow up in your face. And then you want to blame the other person, and this was a horrible person. Like, no, no, no. Let's let's just get a grip here. Yeah. But um, soul flames. Um, twin flames. Yeah. Twin, it's. Yeah. I had this, I read for somebody, and they were they were so upset. They were just in really dire straits, and there, we were told that this twin flame was um um the twin flame, and he didn't when when they were together, he treated her pretty badly. Then he would disappear for months at a time, and she felt very obliged to wait for him because somebody told her that was her twin flame so so in a spiritual way she was meant to be patient and wait for him and that was her learning was patience and waiting and i'm like wow like yeah. soul contracts everywhere you know let's work on your belief systems let's work on the structure if somebody's not treating you right i don't care what label you put on them they're not for you no for no you. Absolutely not. So that's the thing. I think, you know, we have to take responsibility for ourselves. Someone can't make us whole. We have, we have to make ourselves whole. And the other piece of that is just know sometimes those terms are just kind of thrown around. And if, yeah, you shouldn't use that as an excuse to say in a relationship, that's not great for you. I think that's a perfect way to put it, Nancy, really. Um, you know, just because it has that term, you know, doesn't mean. Well, you don't really know what it means. Yeah. And right. a high, and a high, and a very high level mystical situation. And maybe you could talk about that, but yeah. we're, we're, that's not where we are when we're, no. when we're learning, learning to love each other, when we're learning to be in a reciprocal relationship. So we, we are going to take another break. I don't want to, but um, this is fun. <laughs> fun. I wanted to tell you, just to remind you who we are. Um, you can find Mary Dalba at um, marydalba.com. You can find her on Facebook at Mary Dalba, Mary Dalba. And you can find me at angelscapes.net or on Facebook, Nancy of Angelscapes. I have a, a, a book out called Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey, which is very cool, would fit into a lot of what we're talking about. And I have a Facebook group called Soul Power Living, um, Tools to Create the Life, Create the Life Love. And anything else, Mary, we'll be, we'll be, Mary's, and, and Mary, this, we're going to talk about astrology next, how Ooh. astrology can really help our relationship. Um, and, and so this is oldbraveTV.com, and we're going to, oh, wait, this is um, recorded, so we're going to be on a podcast by tomorrow, and all your podcast favorite state station, and you can find us on Angelscapes. Talk to you later. Mm -hmm.
Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality? But it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating. Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela D. Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults, Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. Podcasts and transcripts of The Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com, plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help, hope, and support for caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com. And welcome back. This is Angel Skates with Nancy Smith and Mary Dalba. And I wanted to remind you guys, um, this show, we're taking call-ins for spot readings and relationships. So, you know, we've got a lot of different uh, tools over here that we could use. We could use call-in number, I'm going to say it slowly, 866-451-1451-866-451-1451. And um, it's a toll-free number. Give us a call. Yeah. So. So. All right, so we talked a bit about twin flames. Now, I know there's that term soul partner, which is out there, um, but not used quite as much. So do you want to talk about that one, Nance? Well, of all the terms that I, I love soul partner because of the word partner, and it talks about, to me, um, where one spirit, one soul sees another, and they support each other in their soul growth and their learning and growing. So... In the beginning of every relationship, there's projection and there's yours. You're going to be my big so-and-so and you're going to do this and here's the rules. And then do you finally clear that out of the way and you start to see each other for who you really are mm-hmm. and you really help each other through your lives? About, to me, that's that's partner talks about a healthy kind of evolving relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things that really kind of falls under the Facebook meme of like, I want to find someone who's you know making me grow and I help them grow my king to my king or my queen to my queen or you know whatever and listen i think that's what we're all striving for but if you don't do the i know i feel like i'm i'm you know beating the drum but um if you don't do the work on yourself you don't you, you don't get that healthy soul partner relationship so again nothing wrong with anyone out there that's listening absolutely not i think it's just if you don't like where you are in your relationship and you want something different, that's going to take the self work 
to get there, you know, your side so, of the street. You yeah. Clean up your side of the street. Now, and that's a good point. Is it, it's, we're not talking about something being wrong with you because I have people, single mm-hmm. people coming to me who are saying, what's wrong with me? I can't find a partner. And I'm like, you're okay. But, um, mm-hmm. but there are things that you could do. Oh, the call-in number number is six six four five one one four five one. Is somebody here uh, for reading? Yes, you can call in for a reading, a spot reading. Six six four five one one four five one. Somebody just asked that, so mm-hmm. I hope I didn't say it too fast. Anyway, oh, we, we there's ways that you could prepare for a part- partner. If you really truly want a partner, there's there's routines, there's rituals, there's cleaning out a, a space in your drawers or closets, yeah. creating space in your life, right. energetically yeah. create space in your heart to bring um, somebody a, in, into your life if that's what yeah. you really want. Uh, uh, so there's lots of different ways and I think an intuitive reader can help you figure out where you might be blocked or may you we might be holding back and you can um you're without even realizing it so many times we sabotage i mean somebody will come to me and say i really i really love but i i can't get through i can't that there's there's something here i can't do this and um or somebody can say to me i really like him but i can't let him in come in so we see where where are those energy blocks where are those thoughts those beliefs that are keeping you apart from somebody who's important to you that's Um, true you can't change anybody you can only change yourself no. If they're not ready, if they're not going to grow, there's nothing wrong with you. But if you're, no. if you're, you're somebody and it's been years and years and years, um, there's a lot of things a reader can help you with on mm-hmm. that. So I, I have a couple of thoughts on that, Nancy. Such good stuff you're bringing up, really. So the one other thing, the first thing I was like, oh, you cannot change anybody. You cannot act differently to make them act differently. You cannot try to heal them. You know, I had, I've had clients say to me, well, I'm, I'm with them because I have to heal them. no. No, no, because you can't you can't get someone to stop doing something or start doing something that they don't want to do. So I know sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow. And um, I understand that. And it's not that they don't love you, um, but they may not love you in a way that's healthy or they may not love you in a way that you need, Mm, you know, and they just may not be in the same place. So it's nothing wrong with you that they're not changing. It's more of. Well, listen, the, I, I always right. say, and I know I've used this on the show before, but I always say, you, it's like you go to a car lot. They're as is. It's like the car's an as is, the person's as is. You can't right. say, I see so much potential in them. And yes, that's beautiful. Mwah, we love that. But they're as is right now. Right now. So if you yeah. don't, if you're not feeling good about them right now, potential is great, but it doesn't mean that. It, you know they have to do the work to follow through on it. Right, and yeah. they may choose not to not to do the work. You go to the go to the altar um, with all those expectations and all those kind of half lives in place. You you uh, you could have a problem after the wedding's over. Right. Well, that's true. That's very. It, true. It's just it's just it is what. Trust trust me trust me. <laughs> yeah. I've lived enough years to know that. That's, mm-hmm. And absolutely and, true. And people, especially empaths, fall in love with somebody's potential. potential. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, and uh, you d- please admire, hold somebody else's divinity and potential mm-hmm. in, the, in, in the highest regard. But you've got to look at, pay attention to the words that that person is saying, male or female, doesn't matter what their actions are doing, how they're behaving. Are they showing up? I had this most, most amazing reading um, for a woman who had lost, lost her husband. And she, she was heartbroken. I mean, this was, I mean, to the point where she could barely speak. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, she couldn't even describe 
and um, and he came through. It was one of the one of the most indicators I've ever had. I don't know if I told you the story yet, Mary, but yeah. he came through and um, brought through one piece of evidence after another. Okay, we'll just finish the story, and then I'll call the guest on. Thanks. So we're, but he was saying, he was saying all these things that she recognized. Yes, yes, yes. And then finally he stopped, and I felt this energy, love, kind of come up inside of me. And he, and he said, I want to tell her that she never had to guess if I cared for her or not when we first started yeah. dating. And, and, and she looked at me and goes, what? I said, yes, you never had to guess if he was there for you or not. Even in the very, very beginning, and she goes, well, that goes, and why is this important? I said, it's important because he spent the time to make sure that because, because of all the suffering that you had before, that he was there, there was stability, there was no guessing, mm-hmm. and, he, and he continued that through your whole relationship, burst into tears and said, I get it now. I get it now what he gave me. And, mm-hmm. um, and I said, and then, of course, in, in spirit there for you like that. But you mm-hmm. wish they could be there that you could touch it. But that taught me so much about relationships and when when it's real and it's not real. Right. That, right. Oh so, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. What an experience. It's amazing. So we have a caller. Okay. Who's who's on? Can we bring the caller in? Who's here? Hello. Welcome. I'm Nancy. It's Linda. Hi, Linda. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> Good show, Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hello. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. Okay. You have a question, Linda? Yeah, go for it. Bring it on. I want to know the mix of an Aries with an Aquarius. <laughs> it seems uh, like we're okay. both uh, opposites. Yeah, so I can speak to that a little bit. So you have your Aries sign, which is um, ruled by Mars. So you have someone that's very um very much wants to be in the driver's seat very much wants to take action on things um and you know we're talking sun signs right now so this is just one part of the whole chart but aries can also be really you know pushing their agenda hard so they it's my way or the highway depending on the aries Um, and they're fire signs right so they're all about action and passion and movement the aquarius is an air sign so they're very much in their heads and they will want to talk things out. They'll want to, um, like, understand the reasoning why you do things. And the Aries is like, look, I don't have time to talk about this. Let's go. And the Aquarius is like, I'm not comfortable going until you tell me, you know, until you tell me why we're doing this. So that's where um, there can be the battle. But on the other hand, the Aquarius can get the Aries to stop and think before they run off. And the Aries can get the Aquarius to, to suspend their um, skepticism and they're having to have all the answers and just right. try new things. So, mm-hmm. you know, every signs are, there's positive and negative. Um, but I think that can be challenging because the Aries can get very frustrated with the Aquarius and like, look, why do we have to go through everything? Why can't we just do this? And the Aquarius is like, well, because I know nothing about this. Why are we going to go do that? I'm, I, I don't feel good about it. Um, right. So, yeah, yeah. And I have Sounds a feeling... Sounds like Linda can recognize <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do talk. get frustrated because, like, I'll say, okay, let's go. And I have to wait, like, a half an hour for him to get his pants on, get his shoes on. Like, you know, yes. I want to go now. 
Right, and that's the he, areas in patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, of course I'm very active and uh, action oriented, and he's kind of laid back and abstract. So it, it, we're right. kind of like complete opposites. Yes, in some ways, but I think that's the purpose. Like we're talking about on the show, is for growth. So you can say to right. him, like, "Hey, we got to move," and he can say to you, "Hey, we got to wait a bit, a bit." So. It's it's finding that dance that the two of you can do to um, go and do things in a way that's both comfortable for you. Um, so right. it's just doing it's you're doing a little bit more of a dance and maybe some other astrological science together. But hey, that's what makes it interesting. You just stop stepping on each other's toes after a while. Well, and I'm also like um, I like to be neat and organized and clean in the house, and he likes to be a hoarder. <laughs> so yeah. you know well, it's he, opposite, but. Mm-hmm. He could need something for later. Like, that's the Aquarius. I could use that later. Right. Um, so, yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm done with it. Out. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But so we've been married is... for 23 years, so I think oh, we get along. Something's working. <laughs> yes. Something's working. Well, you know what, Mary? You said something about, you are talking about the sun signs, but for, um, for um, if um, anyone was having trouble, you could take the, the chart, but you could look and see what else is go- going on. Something else going on in Linda's in her husband's chart that's causing it to work well. Yeah, I would take a wild guess at that. Not it's not just Aries versus Aquarius. No, you probably have you probably have really compatible Venuses because you both love each other and you've been together yeah. a long time. So I bet you your your love planet of Venus works really well together. You know, I have a feeling things are, you know, this is more my psychic side talking now, but I have a feeling that, you know, when you really need to, you join hands and you go together and that's, that's what you need to, you know, that's that everything else gets left behind. Oh so, yeah. 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 Basically. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Wonderful. I hope that helped Linda. That did. Thank you. Good. You're Good. welcome. Thanks for calling in Linda. That's awesome. So okay. we're going to take another, yeah, you can call in anytime Linda. The, All right, thank yeah, you. The best questions. Thank you. Um, thank so you. We're, this is Angelscapes. We're going to take a break with Nancy and Mary, and uh, we'll be right back to uh, mm-hmm. t- talk about more on relationships and mm-hmm. charts. Yes. The opiate epidemic has reached crisis levels, and with so many families affected by addiction, opiate-related drug overdoses, and death, the time is now to have a real constructive conversation about addiction that could lead to better prevention, treatment, and recovery. Alan Charles, author and keynote speaker on drug abuse and prevention, presents The Alan Charles Show. Alan brings a message of hope, sharing his unbelievable story of surviving a 24-year addiction to cocaine and highlights from his memoir, Walking Out the Other Side, an addict's journey from loneliness to life. His raw honesty and courageous heart breaks the stigma of addiction and offers a unique perspective into the mind of an addict. Join Alan each week as he brings his listeners to a true understanding of the grip of addiction. It is only with this understanding that we can begin to heal. The Alan Charles Show, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. 
Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. Hey, welcome back. We're, we're here at Agelscapes with Nancy and Mary. And I wanted to tell you, um, we're, we are taking calls at the end of the show, but please call, please call in with any questions that you have around relationships. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could be a parental, a sibling relationship, or a relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. So we call in at 866-451-1451. Simple questions. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Mary, what we... What do we have left to understand about this astrology chart? If yeah. you're dating, should you just ask for their chart? Chart, please do, or something. Do you think that's well, a good idea? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'll tell you, when I um, was in the dating world uh, back in the day, I used to say, "This is how I got around it." I would say to people, "Oh, I'm just learning astrology, and I'd love to look at your chart." I knew astrology. I was being, you know, being a crafty lady. And uh, they'd give me all their information, oh, birthday, birth time, and I'd look at, pull their chart up, and then I'd be like, all right, what's going on here? What's their relationship piece? Like the seventh house, what about the twelfth house? What's their karma? You know, I, I could see it, and I remember one guy that I dated, I said, um, oh, you, your, your father, his father was in his eighth house of other people's money. I go, did your father take some money from you? And he was like, okay, you're scary now. Like, you're scary. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. So, you know, you can see you can see all kinds of things in a chart. And from a relationship standpoint, you can see the compatibility, how you communicate, how you make love, how you um, shop, how you um, need to chill out, what your home is like and how important money is to you. You know, all the deal breakers that can be out there, you can see it in an astrological chart. And again, you know, we have, um, you know, we have control over our fate and what we decide to do with all that. But if you know that, um, you know, there may be some things in there that you're going to have to work at, you're, you're armed with that information and forewarned is forearmed. Absolutely. Also, yeah. Mary, what you've mentioned too, and I, and I've seen many people work with you on their charts as they're looking for somebody. Right. So where's, where are your strengths? Where are your weaknesses? Who you maybe I should be, I should stay or who, you know, where you need to shore your own self up because you have that healed healer place or the place where you're working on um, that will def- definitely influence um, who mm-hmm. you attract in, whether you're working on your own woundedness or not. So I mm-hmm. highly recommend astrology charts as powerhouses for helping mm-hmm. relationships be successful. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can see it all in the chart. You can see what's happening. I mean, I've even seen and I hate to see this in a chart, but sometimes I can see like uh, domestic violence or violence in the home or things like that based on some of the planets. And, um, you know, that can be something that, uh, you know, it's very gentle how I go in on that. But, you know, I'll say maybe there's some wounds that need mm-hmm. to be healed yeah. around something like that um, because, you know, we all have our stuff. So but all like stuff like that can get so granular in the chart that you can see like how stuff is manifested for people. So it's amazing. Yeah. 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 So, but, and I know, Nancy, I, I know with you, with the Akashic Records and that journey, journeying with them has been 
Whew. I mean, it's it's life changing. It really is to to know. I think we all want to know that, like, what's our past lives and what's our, you know, what's our karmic contracts and our karma. You know, that that's another word that's thrown around a ton. Karma. Don't quite understand that. All people know. People do not quite understand. Who somebody called me? What karma really uh, means? Really means? Yeah. Who's, who's Hello. Did somebody call? Hello. Somebody? Hi. Who's here? My name is Joe. Joe. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing Hello. good. You guys are doing great. I'm enjoying your show. Oh, thank and you. I'm glad you're doing this stuff to help a lot of people. And uh, my question is maybe for Mary. I'm older mm-hmm. in life. I've had mm-hmm. good relationships. Good. Uh, I have good friends now, but I'm mm-hmm. just wondering if there is any love intimacy in my future. Well, so here's what I would say to that, Joe. Um, if yes, but my sense is from you that your life is already very rich and so that's another piece that will come in. Um, but you're you're already sort of in this space of, and this is what I'm getting intuitively. You're already in the space where you're like, I'm I'm really happy where I am. Um, so yeah, I think some I of this have, is good, right. Have, you're doing great. I have good friends. I have good friends, yeah. but there's that one aspect, that mm-hmm. one part that's missing, that mm-hmm. connection physically, that intimacy, that that sure. warm body to snuggle with. It, that's the only thing that's missing in my life. That's making you know. Uh, you feel a void. Right. So what I would say is don't look at the the like void piece of the puzzle. Like I lost this puzzle piece. Now I'm looking everywhere for it. It's looking at what you have and then saying to the universe, I don't know if you do any kind of manifestation work or anything like that, or just saying to the universe, I want to meet someone, but say, hey, my life is really amazing. And I can't wait to include someone else. Like I can't wait to include a partner in that. So sometimes it's just shifting a little bit of, well, here's this void, Right. So instead of saying that, it's more of, oh, my goodness, like this person that comes into my life, they're going to be part of my friend group. They're going to enjoy stuff on, you know, on the water. They're going to I can't like I can't wait to meet them. It's going to they're going to be so excited. I'm going to be so excited to be a part of their lives. Mm -hmm. And it sort of builds that momentum of attracting that person in when you have when you focus on the void. That's what you know, what what did Alanis Morris set back in the day say what you resist persists. Right. So when you're you're like, oh, I have this void, I have this void, I have this void, it's like, well, the universe is like, well, is that, you have it, so you're cool, right? And you have to say to the universe, oh, no, I'm so excited for this person. This person is coming in, and they are amazing, and they're yay tall, and they're super cute, and they, you know, they like to go have oysters with me somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you have to kind of, they're already in your space. You're going to share it. Kind of imagine imagine it, sort Mm -hmm. of, and sort of manifest it, rather than saying where... Where is she? Right, right, exactly. So she's, you know, she's going to take walks with me on Sunday nights and we're going to go look at things together. She's going to love to go to movies. Like, I'm so excited she's going to meet all my friends. Like, it's a, it's creating that excitement. The universe goes, oh, all right, that's what you're looking for? Ba-bang. Yeah. So well, I've met some really great people and, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have we have good, good relationships, but there's just that portion that's, that portion that's missing and i'm wondering maybe i'm too old i'm old i'm like almost oh, 70 but no i still have the heart and the i'm a leo so i've still got yeah. that yeah. bit of me that just wants Sick. to have that companion mm-hmm. you know? yeah let, let me mm-hmm. tell you joe so i also perform weddings i do a lot of things i also perform weddings as the officiant i'm the person that brings the two people together um and says 
you know, I now pronounce you man and wife. I did this wedding for a couple who had been together 15 years. She was 69. He was 70. Um, they had been together 15 years. I have to tell you, when she came into the hall, she was dressed all in white. You know, she had a beautiful gown on. They were radiating so much. It was like one of the, I have to say, this was probably the best wedding I had ever done because they had so much love and support and they were so in love and it didn't, the age didn't matter. So do right. not, do not put yourself in that category of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm too old. My, that my time has passed me by. Same thing. It's like, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my years. I could be here another 20, 25, 30 years with somebody. Hey, exactly. you know, who knows? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, that when yeah. you make that connection, you do radiate and you do shine. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and that's that's something I'm just gonna watch for and maybe try yes, to manifest. Yeah. And just keep yeah. manifest. What do you want from her? What do you want to do with her? How do you want? When you're gonna take yeah. her to meet your friends? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, and then exactly. you're planning something. You're creating something so the door is open. Right. You've you've made space in your world. World. You come in as opposed to I have nobody here. So nobody's going to come in. And so right. to get rid of that, nobody's going to walk into a void. They're going to want to walk into open yeah. arms. Yeah. 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 I hear you. Oh, well, thank, you. thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Good luck. Good luck. All right. All right. Thank All right. you. And Thanks. keep up the good thank work, you. girls. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> good night. That is a Bye, wonderful Joe. way to um, end. Uh, and, you know, we're coming to an end to the show. And that's just, that's a perfect way to end it. Totally. And, um, uh, I'm really thrilled to thank you so much for calling in, Joe. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, so, so this is Angelscapes. Mary, do you have any last second word? Well, say? if you'd like to know more about the astrology piece, um, number one, we're doing a show next week on astrology, so tune back in next week. And also, you can reach me at marydalba.com. Okay, marydalba.com and nancy at angelscapes.net. We're both on, fa on Facebook, and we, um, this will be re a podcast um, yeah. later on if you want to kind of review what we said or if you like caught part of the show. So look up Angelscapes, boldbravemedia.com. We'll have the show um, on the Angelscapes site. But just your favorite your favorite page and just look for Angelscapes. We're there. And so for now, I want you to have a, um, a really good week. I want you to stay safe, safe. I want you to love yourself and know that your soul is a very powerful, powerful part of yourself and, and live, live in joy. You live in your soul. Yes. All right. Thanks, everyone. Take care. See you next week. Bye-bye. This has been Angelscapes. Tune in each week as Nancy and Mary discuss ideas, tips, and lessons to help you receive divine love, joy, and soul power in your life. You can discover the powerful being you really are right here on Angelscapes with your hosts, Nancy and Mary. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.